is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. So 2021 is just over two months away, just over 60 days left of 2020, which is great news for a lot of people. I know this year has been hard for a lot of us, but here's the deal. When the clock strikes midnight on December 31st and we roll into 2021, it doesn't magically make everything better. There are still going to be outside circumstances. The world is going to still feel chaotic at times. The only thing that we can do is focus on ourselves. Um, Check in with ourselves before we do things out in the world. If you've been having this perpetual year after year, like, oh my gosh, 2018 was such a struggle. 2019 was such a struggle. 2020 was such a struggle. I'm thinking 2021 is going to be a struggle as well. And you don't want that. Let's work together and change this. So whether it is starting a new career, strengthening relationship with food, your body, exercise, or running, or learning to live an awesome life where anxiety and depression no longer define your entire being. There's a way forward and we're going to tackle it together. Year of Growth is a 12-month coaching program with move, with me to move your life forward. The wait list is open right now. More details in a few weeks um, in November. Uh, we'll start together in January, but get on the wait list so that you'll be the first to know when it opens. I have limited slots with this. This is very high-touch coaching for 2021, a 12-month coaching program with me, Year of Growth. Click the link in the show notes. Let's get started with today's episode. All right. I am back with another companion episode about my knee and my hip. Uh, Right after I finished the podcast with Brody, I took out my journal and wrote down my knee action plan. So basically, I am working on retraining my thoughts, my beliefs and my thoughts um, so that I can create a new outcome, a new life for myself with my knee, backstory, have tried physical therapy, seen the doctor, um, gotten a cortisone shot, just no one really understands, no one really knows like why, like what, why I'm still experiencing this and the suggestion of going to see an orthopedic surgeon just did not make sense to me for the amount of pain that I have. It's, it's hard to call it pain, it's discomfort and going down the route of seeing an orthopedic surgeon, it just wasn't the route that I wanted to take. Um, So I have been exploring other options. And since speaking with Rhodey, I have not worn this thing around my knee. Um, There's just been like a big like psychological crutch. Like I will see other people running or doing squats or lunges or whatever. And I'm like, oh my gosh, does their knee hurt? Oh my gosh, they don't have anything around their knee. And so it's like, yeah, this is something I really need to kind of um, sort out. It's just, it's such a big thing, always in the back of my head, always running in the back of my head, um, worrying about my knee and other people's knees. And yeah. So since uh, talking with Brody, I have taken time to write out the thoughts and the beliefs, the assumptions, the things running in the back of my head. So what I want to share today is how to do this. I I know we touched on it last episode, but I'm going to say this again because I think it's so important. And this is something that you can use in your relationship with food and you can use it in your relationship with exercise, like so many different things. Um, I was just talking to someone who was not working out, not because she doesn't know how to work out, not because she doesn't have time to work out, but because something else like with her kids or with work is always more important. So we kind of talked about like, yeah, listen to those things that you say to yourself 
write them down and then create new thoughts and beliefs. So if it's like, oh my gosh, work is so important. It's like, well, wait, I am so important. Work comes after me. So that's the new, the new affirmation. So the first thing that you do when you want to write down new affirmations for yourself um, is get a pen, <laughs> get a pen and paper so that you can make a chart. Why do we write things? We write things because our brains go, our thoughts go like a million miles an hour. And if we can write stuff down, it kind of helps us sort through like, oh, wow, this is what I'm saying to myself constantly. It slows it down. And then it gives you the opportunity to create the thoughts that you actually want to be saying on repeat a million miles an hour in the back of your head. So on your, so on your paper, you're going to make like a little T-chart. And on the left, you're going to write assumptions. And then on the right, you're going to write new affirmations. And then give yourself time on the left side of the T-chart. Just write down all of the assumptions, all of the things that you, the limiting beliefs, the negative things that you hear yourself saying on repeat. So you can think about a topic like, ah, like when it comes to me, I might be writing about my knee or if it comes to you if you're struggling with eating healthy or exercising or making time for sleep or whatever it is. Write down all of the things that you know you say to yourself on the left side. And then on the right side, you're going to write an arrow and like the new beliefs, the new affirmations, the new things that you want to be thinking and give yourself to write those. And then the important thing is to like actually read these new affirmations, close your eyes, breathe, let them soak into your body, let them soak into your bones and experience kind of like visualize like, okay, cool. If these things are true, if these are the new things that I believe about myself, these are the new things that I'm constantly thinking about, visualize that life that it helps create. You can't just like write stuff in a notebook and be like, oh man, it didn't work. It's like, no, you actually have to like, like visualize this and then take action based on those things. And yeah, it's practice. So this is what I wrote um, today. So my assumptions, I still have the assumption, my body is broken. The new affirmation, I am participating in my healing. Right now, I am actively participating in my healing. My body is my ally. My mind is my ally. Um, assumption, when I notice my hip or knee is tight, I have to click to release them. My new affirmation, I notice the thought and then I let it go. I breathe. My body is my ally. My assumption, I am afraid to run. I'm afraid of messing this up more. My affirmation, it's safe to run. Everyone has said it's safe to run. I can run a little bit. It's safe. My assumption, if I run, I have to run a mile or I have to run 15 miles or I have to run 20 miles in order for it to count. My new affirmation, when I run, I can run just a little bit. Running for 10 seconds is fine. 30 seconds is fine. Running just a little bit is fine. So in the last five days, I have definitely experienced less pain. I've been taking notes on all of this so that I can like refer back to it. But um, I went for a walk with Paul and Jameson around the block. And I did have to stop to like, or I did have to, I did stop to release, like crack my knee um, a few times, but I was able to make it around the block without the knee thing. And I just kept reminding myself, my body is safe. My body is safe. My brain needs to know that my body is safe. 
And then this weekend, I also went for my three mile walk with my friend Barb on Sunday. And that was another three week, uh, three miles without the knee thing around my knee. Um, I do notice I, I'm still clenching my hips. So that's something I want to keep working on is not doing that. Um, but it is reaffirming to know, like just having this evidence, like having it on paper. So it's not just in my head. I'm like, Oh, I wonder, you know, I wonder if I'm making progress or I'm not thinking making progress. It's like literally on paper. So I know, you know, this has been two Sunday walks that I've gone with nothing wrapped around my knee. I haven't, my knee hasn't sunken in. I haven't just like collapsed on the ground. I'm not in excruciating pain. I have been able to walk and carry on with life. I've been able to stand up straight. I have been able to continue on with life and do normal activity. And so I'm just keep, I just want to keep working on this. The interesting thing is after talking with um, Brody, I reached out and was looking for a therapist who specialized in CBT. And the person I found, I was kind of talking to them on Talkspace, which I do recommend. I do recommend reaching out for therapy if you're like, man, this is not something I can take on myself. But I was talking to him and he was just like, yeah, you know, you could snap a rubber band every time that you have a thought you don't want. And I was like, I don't want to inflict pain on myself to get rid of thoughts about my body being in pain. So that felt not so helpful. So what I did do was take out my CBT workout, cognitive behavioral therapy workbook. And I'm working through that, thinking about my knee and just kind of putting this into making more sense for myself. Um, again, I'm not going to inflict pain on my body to get my body, to get my mind to stop thinking about pain in my body. It doesn't, doesn't make sense to me. Next thing I know, I'll be, um, have a compulsion to snap rubber bands on my wrist. No, thank you. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I have not gone running yet. There's still, I've worked up this fear around it and just haven't made time in my schedule to go do it. So that's definitely something that needs to happen and it needs to not be put off. But I also think it's okay that I didn't I'm okay that I didn't just get up and go for a run right after speaking with Brody. I'm okay that I'm the type of person who has to do things slowly. I need to like build up my confidence around doing something. Um, because I know I probably, I don't know, I I'll do this thing like, Oh man, I'll go run a mile. He said, it's okay to run. Let me go run a mile. Um, but I think that I just need to be systematic, methodical about this. And so the last five days of not having the knee thing on, seeing that my body is safe, um, knowing that even though I did have to stop to release it or click it or whatever, everything is fine. I am okay. I'm not in excruciating pain. Everything is okay. And just building up those thoughts um, that everything's okay. Like literally everything is okay. Um, I'm fine as I'm sitting here right now. And I do know that I can see the progression in my pain and in my body. I know, I mean, like at the beginning of the pandemic, I had just started doing my 15 minute movement menu and I wasn't able to do lunges and squats without being in pain. And then I worked up the strength there and I was fine, but it's still, I remember, I think at the beginning, beginning of August, I, when I was sitting here at my desk, I would feel like radiating pain around my hip bone. Um, 
And so I do not experience those things anymore. Or when I would go up the stairs, it would feel like there was so much pressure on my knee that I needed to like stop to release it. I do not experience those things anymore. So I know that things are getting better. It's just slower than I'd like and slower than what the experts said or what I've read, which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. And I think that adding in this this thoughts and belief component, this assumptions and affirmations, um, for teaching my brain <laughs> to accept that my body is safe. I think that, or I believe that this is going to continue to make progress and, um, there's no deadline. There's no rushing. This is, I have to be in my body the rest of my life. I have to be in my, my head the rest of my life. So I want to make sure that I'm doing this um, in a way that feels good and I feel safe and not, um, not afraid. I can't, I can't make this like giant jump outside of my comfort zone because I will retreat back to doing nothing if I do that. Um, yeah, so that's where I'm at right now. I will keep uh, keeping you in the loop and yeah, we'll see how it goes. All right, everyone, take care. I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Cool. So I was just putting this episode together and I was like, you know what? I wanted to add a little bit more. So I recorded this episode, I think maybe a week or two ago about my knee um, and things have improved drastically. Like I'm so flabbergasted. Um, no, I'm not. I believe this. I, I 110% believe this because I've seen how examining my thoughts actually un- helps me uncover my beliefs about things. And then I start to see how I am sabotaging the progress that I could be making. So um, I'm going to give an example. So this past week, we actually um, we did a road trip through the South, uh, a work from home road, road trip is what I called it. Basically just stayed in Airbnbs and did work from our computers and then went out for like a bike ride or like takeout, whatever. But just we were in different cities and it was wonderful. We went to Memphis and then we got to Dallas and then we went down to Austin and then we came right back up to Chicago. We were gone for like maybe like 10 or 11 days. It felt so good to be out of Chicago and just be somewhere else safely, socially distanced, masks, you know, all the, all the good stuff. But there was something I noticed. Um, well, a couple things. One, going back to this idea that my body is safe, my body does not just crack in half, which is this fear that I have about my knee. Guess what? That, that didn't happen at all. We did a 15-mile bike ride in Memphis on the Green Line. Then we did um, an eight-mile eight bike ride in Dallas on, I think it's called the Katy Trail, and then another eight-ish mile bike ride in Austin downtown. So it's so wonderful. One of the things I, I've, I love and I keep noticing about um, traveling to different cities is how many cities are really making use of outdoor space and like creating trails that connect different neighborhoods and like go through the whole city. I love it. It's one of my favorite things. Atlanta has the Beltline, New York has the Highline, Chicago has the 606 and the Riverwalk. Um, it's just so wonderful. Anyways, that was a side note. But we did all of this, this riding, our bikes. We also did a lot of walking. We haven't done, we actually haven't traveled since January of 2019. Um, that's when we did our 30-day road trip got back from that, kind of settled back into Chicago. Paul had his accident, I think in March or April of 2018. And life just kind of changed for both of us. And then obviously 2020 happened. There just hasn't been a lot of opportunity 
um, to travel, but it just felt so good. Like both of us being able to walk around, being able to walk, like honestly, just that being able to walk. And so I had to notice for myself, like examining my thoughts, taking care of my body. Um, Brody said, you know, if something flares up, just if like, if just because something starts to hurt a little bit, doesn't mean like, oh my gosh, you have to stop everything. It's like, Hey, just slow down a little bit. So there was one day that we went for a walk, um, a mile walk, a little over a mile walk to a restaurant. Um, and then we walked back and I could start to feel some pressure on my knees. So it was probably a little over two miles of walking and it was like a little bit much. And I, I was starting to scold myself like, oh my gosh, see everything. And then I was like, no, no, Brody says this might happen. So you know what I did? I got home, I put some ice on my knee. And then I said, you know what? Maybe two miles is a little bit much today after being on our feet all day, you know, totally fine. And guess what? Everything was fine the next day. Um, I did not crack in half. I was not in excruciating pain. Everything was fine with my knee. So I just said, it was just like, I had to remind myself, like everything is fine. Stop freaking the F out about things all the time. Um, I'm still utilizing the little mini knee journal that I have just to kind of like make notes of these things. So I have like this, like physical, tangible evidence. And it's not just all of these things, these thoughts floating around in my head. There was another thing I know another day I noticed that we were about, we were in Austin and we went to go get barbecue and Paul got out of the car and he was like, Hey, do you want to come with me and stand um, in line outside? Basically just stand outside and wait for them to hand us our food. And I, my immediate thought was, no. Like the, I, like I, I said, no. And I was like, why are you saying no? And I was like, well, if you go outside and stand, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt your knee. Don't go out there. Right. Like this, and this happened kind of like in a, like a very quick millisecond, like very quick response. I mean, no, I can't go stand outside because my knee is going to hurt. That was like my response because that has been my response. That has been a thought in my head for probably the last four years. No, I can't do that. My knee's going to hurt. No, I can't do that. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt too much. I, I won't be able to do that. So then what do I do, right? If that's the thought that's happening like automatically so quickly, it's like, okay, cool. Then I don't go outside. And it that little belief, thought, action, um, outcome, iceberg thing, it's like this doing, follow, following through with this action or rather in this situation, that inaction, it kind of cements in that belief that like, yes, right. Like you can't go do these things because your body might hurt. So then what happens? I, I kind of stay stuck. I stay in this perpetual cycle of like, ah, my body hurts. I can't go do anything. Um, I don't go do anything. And then my body continues to hurt. Wonderful. So as I was about to get out of, out of the car, I heard myself say, no, I can't do that. My knee will hurt. And then I was like, actually, wait a second. Yes. Yes, I can. I can go outside and be safe. My my body is safe. Um, and I stood and I waited and guess what? <laughs> I was fine. Um, I was fine. And there was even like some picnic tables set out outside that you could like sit and wait. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make myself stand. And guess what? I was fine. Was there some discomfort? Sure. Can I handle this comfort? Yes. Was as, as much discomfort or pain that I was feeling uh, previously? No, absolutely not. It is a lot less. I didn't have my knee thing. I didn't ice my knee. Like everything was fine. And so it's just so interesting. I really am experiencing less and less pain and just noticing it less. I would even say that those thoughts of like, oh my gosh, my knee. Oh my gosh, I can't stand. Um, oh my gosh, where's your knee thing? That, that, where's your knee thing? It's been, let's see, I think I stopped wearing the knee thing at the beginning of October, maybe like October 
10th. I don't know. Um, so I haven't had, I haven't wrapped anything around my knee in almost two or three weeks. So that feels good. Like that habit is no longer there. That habit went away and that habit went away by a, um, examining that thought. <laughs> do you, do you really need this thing? And I would also say that meditation has kind of helped with this too. So one of the things I do with my clients is we use headspace. And one of the things that they say in headspace is like when you have these thoughts pop up and you want to let them, let them go, it's not like a whack-a-mole of like, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. But it's just kind of like a, like a feather hitting, a feather gently hitting a crystal ball. Like, oh, I can let go of that thought. I know that I have this thought. There's like all of this fear of doing this thing. I can just let go, like let go of that thought and let it float away and let that, that thought in the bubble just kind of like float away into the air and it's there no more. I think that practicing yoga, uh, yoga, practicing meditation every morning and it being like a ritual, like part of our morning meeting that we do, doing that every day helps me be able to utilize that technique, that tool later in my day in a real life situation, right? So um, there's kind of like a whole bunch of whole bunch of things that are happening here of using the journal, the journal as a tool, using uh, meditation, using the skill of noting thinking, um, noting feeling and letting go of thoughts. Um, and then also every night I kind of, I have my little journal. So I write down like the action that I did and then the new thoughts that, and the new beliefs that I get to think because of that. So like 10, 12, um, October 12th, I stood for 15 minutes while listening to a podcast and working. The new thought is like, I'm safe. My body can stand. I can do these things. Or I went to CrossFit and I did the bike and I deadlifted, no ban. Um, I'm safe. My body can lift safely. Um, I stood for 20 minutes while on an emergency Zoom call with someone. I'm safe to stand. Maybe slight discomfort, but it's okay. I'm safe to stand. So it, um, I walked around the block and ate ice cream with Paul. You know, I can walk around. I can explore. I can enjoy life. My body is strong. I can walk. It feels great to walk. Um, yeah, I, it's just nice to have this. So it's like, okay. Like things are getting better. You went on a 15 mile bike ride. You went on an eight mile bike ride. It feels, you know, I can move with ease. It feels good to move. Oh, this is great. Yeah. 1024. Um, eight mile bike ride with Paul. No knee thing. No thoughts about knee thing. I never saw or felt a need for it. Um, and I'm cracking my knee way less. It's still there. It's still there. It's not completely gone. It's still there. But my, the new thoughts I get to believe are my body is strong. My body can ride a bike eight miles and feel fine. My body is safe. I, I can move freely. I can move with ease. It feels so good. Like so much mental space is cleared. I can't believe how much I was thinking about my knee. I cannot believe how much I was thinking about it and that that is now gone. But yeah, it's like every, like before, every time I would stand, oh my gosh, let me, you know, my knee, ah, oh my gosh, all of those thoughts are cleared. Or maybe if they're not completely cleared, they're so way less, or I know what to do with them when they pop up. And it just feels so less heavy. Like, oh, I can breathe. <laughs> Maybe things are going to be okay. What if, you know, what if my life was enjoyable? What if everything wasn't such a struggle? What if, you know, it's, and it, it feels nice to start to kind of imagine like, great, like what if things are moving along? What would that be like to be able 
to move about your life freely and without pain, move with ease. It feels good. And I think that sometimes, I don't know, we just have to like examine those beliefs about ourselves um, in order to uncover our thoughts and see where we're kind of blocking ourselves. Um, I do think that there was the need for physical therapy. I do think that there were probably, you know, some imbalances or some weaknesses that needed to be addressed. They needed to get stronger. But I think that the episode with Brody made so much sense for what I was experiencing that, um, I no longer need to experience that pain. My body is safe. I did the things that I need to do. And now I can release, I mean, that thought pattern, I can release it and I can move on with my life now. So that feels really good. Um, I would definitely, I would highly suggest going back and listening to the episode with Brody, two episodes before this, and listening to his episodes on pain science. They were so helpful for me. And then also diving into the books, um, The Body Keeps Score and The Brain. Oh gosh, what was called? The Ever-Changing Brain. It was something like that. Um, but it's it's really interesting to explore these ideas. Um, otherwise, we keep doing like the the surface level iceberg thing. Action, expecting an outcome. Action, expecting an outcome. Action. Oh my gosh, this outcome isn't coming. There must be something wrong with me. Um, it's really interesting to go a little bit deeper and see what else is there. So, yep. All right, everyone. Um, the goal, the plan right now, the plan right now is to get out and get a run in and start. Cause I think that that, um, I think that's the last piece. There's still fear around that. And the only way to get rid of that fear is to go do the dang thing, like go do it and let go of, let go of the two marathons I was supposed to run this year. Let go of them because they didn't happen. They're not happening. It's okay to run without running a marathon, Jacqueline. It's okay to run without running a half marathon. It's okay to run without being signed up for a 5K. It's okay to just go out and run. The same way that I just go out for a walk or just go out for a bike ride. It's okay to go for that and for it to be, it's okay for it to be more walking than it is running. All of these things are okay. So the only way that I'm going to actually experience that those things are okay is by going and doing the thing. <laughs> All right. So this has actually been a wonderful year of growth for me, 2020. Um, yes, there's still like all of these outside things that are happening, but focusing in on what I can control has helped make it easier to manage the things that I have no control over. Um, I would love for your 2021 to feel good. I would love for your 2021 to feel like you're also having a year of growth Click the link in the show notes to get on the wait list for year of growth. We'll talk more about it as uh, the end of 2020 comes. Take care, everyone. Bye.